Yeah. But it doesn't make sense, because you say, okay. Hi, I'm Alicia, and I say, Hi, I'm David, and I start, I thought. Well, yeah, but I'm addressing what we're talking about today. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That's for 20 seconds. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm David. I'm Alicia, and today we're talking about handling temper tantrums in public. Yes, temper tantrums in public. So this is something that even before we got married, like my whole, not my whole life, but like I've always known that my biggest challenge in life, and that's dramatic to say, <laughs> but like as a, as a slightly slightly socially anxious person was that what we're calling it um dealing with a kid in public who's having a temper tantrum or even just a kid in public in general has always struck me as something that would really give me a hard time like i knew that someday i'll have a kid and i'll be in public with that kid and me parenting that kid in public would be one of the greatest signs of my maturity (laughs) in life like i knew this when I was 18, I don't know, like, <laughs> and so then got married quickly. I, I thought I'd get married a lot later in life. I didn't realize I'd meet meet this. <laughs> <laughs> didn't think I'd meet her uh, so fast. But um, so then Work I found myself, <laughs> yeah, and then and then we got got our lovely cherub Sophie. Um, <sighs> but so then I found myself in this situation, and it has been pretty challenging for me so i feel like we've definitely had some experience with this um and have figured out a way to i don't know that we approach it you know and i, and I think though like something to just bear in mind in this because like i i think that like the fear of the temper tantrum like you all have that like we all have that moment when like our toddler is like screaming or maybe not even screaming but like you know it's coming it's like i think we can all kind of relate to that like oh no, what do we do? Right, your cart's full of stuff. Right, your cart's full of stuff. You don't want to just, like, you can't just leave the store. You're trying to find an aisle with no one in it. Right. For a second. For just a second. (laughs) And, like, I think it's important to just, like, bear in mind, like, the reality is people are not paying as much attention to you as you think they are. Okay? Like... Well, I certainly have to remind myself of that because I think everyone is staring at me all the time. I I feel like... But, like, I mean, think about when you hear another child having a temper tantrum or you see another mom. Like, you know, our first instinct is not necessarily to be like, oh, good, let me have my Target popcorn and watch the show. Like, it's typically Mm. like, oh, honey, I'm sorry. Or you, like, walk away. I just feel uncomfortable because I know the person... The, the parent is probably uncomfortable that I'm right. around and but they think don't... I'm judging them. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm walking away. I'm not away. judging you. It's okay. I'm not judging you. <laughs> like, I'm glad I'm not in your <laughs> position right now. But like, but. You, you're not paying attention. You're not like staring and watching and like trying to like You've been stared them. at though. Like you've I been mean, in the store. You tell me stories about like how this person yeah, just like okay. stared at you. But then they come up to you and ask you questions. But after, like, so. they're like, oh my gosh, I saw the way you handled that. Can you give me some tips about whatever? And I'm like, these are true sure. stories. This is not... <laughs> okay. But... But, like, the thing is, is, like, people really are not paying that much attention to you. And so even though, like, the totter temper tantrum 
is stressful. It's not mm-hmm. like all of a sudden everybody stops what they're doing to pay attention to what you're doing or not doing or what your toddler's doing or not doing. It's like the general consensus is like they don't really want to pay attention. They're like, oh, that's just a temper tantrum, I know. And the handful of people that are going to stare at you and judge you and whatever, chances of you dealing with them again like if you're at walmart and somebody like gives you a hard time about your kid screaming and is giving you a dirty look what's the likelihood of you seeing that same person again in walmart as a socially anxious person who is working on it um (laughs) that doesn't work for me like the fact that i'm ever going to see these people again i still care more about what they think then I, I mean, should, like, that might be true, but I think it's a thing to, like, bear but... in mind. Like, remember that. Like, yeah. you know, just bearing, oh, like... Oh, it's key. You know, like, you well, can still be anxious, and even people might, you know, people might not be... Like, I have to remind myself of that sometimes. Like, Sophie lost it at uh, Target one day last week, a couple weeks ago, and I had to, like, really be mindful of myself. Like, okay, that woman who just gave me a dirty look, I am never going to see her again. I don't know who she is. I don't know anything about her life. Let it go. And I did. Should and I, I ask her what she's, what's up? I mean, I've done that before, but... No. It's okay. <clears throat> anyway. This reminds me of actually... I just remembered that, that there was a playground situation. Um, like I don't, I, got, I don't get a lot of playground opportunity with Sophie, but like, and it's not, it wasn't a temper tantrum. It was just I needed to be a parent, and uh, I didn't handle it as well as I could have because I was so aware of like other people, and it mm-hmm. was it like bothers me. It bothered me, and it made me think a lot about it because what happened was um, Sophie was playing on the structure and there were wood chips underneath it mm-hmm. um your standard standard wood chip and she thought that these wood chips were like you know she was pretending they were something and uh and it was later in the day so she was kind of tired mm-hmm. but not quite tired but getting tired so it's mm-hmm. like her mm-hmm. you know she's getting to that point and i didn't want cuz she there was another kid really close with her that she was kind of playing with um, and so she picks up these wood chips and I, in the past, seen her like throw them Woo! like, yeah, like, Oh, this is awesome. This is great. And so I was like, Sophie, and even in the, even when that happened before we said to her, Sophie, it's not safe to throw wood chips. That's mm-hmm. not a safe That's choice. Not a good idea. Yeah. Like, so I knew this was coming. So I, I tried to say like, and the other mom is like really nearby and, and you were off talking with someone. So, like, I was on duty. And <laughs> and so I'm like, hey, Sophie, don't throw the wood chips. <laughs> Please don't Please put the wood chips down. That's not safe. You could hurt your hands, you know, get a splinter or something. And you could hurt other people. We don't want to hurt our friends. Something like that. But then, you know, she just looks at me. And she gives me, like, a smile. And just, doop, <laughs> just throws them. And so... At this point, I'm, like, sweating because I'm, like, oh, no. I have to, like, this is my lifetime fear. This is what I feared my entire life was this moment. moment of truth. And I wasn't ready because I, like, I went up to her and I was, like, Sophie. And I, I think I, like, grabbed her, her hands to try to hold her hands so that she couldn't pick up more. But it just wasn't, like, she was trying to pull and, like, move away mm-hmm. and just being, like, silly mm-hmm. um, and not getting my tone. Like, hey, this is not... 
not a game. We don't want to throw wood chips. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like I couldn't get her to react to me. And it felt, Mm -hmm. I was just, and this other mom was like, kind of, I felt like she was staring right at me. She probably wasn't. But um, anyway, after the fact, I was like, that didn't go very well. And, Mm -hmm. but looking back, I didn't get down on her level. I didn't approach Mm it. We knew she was tired. Yeah. You know, like. You know, and that's a thing to pay attention to, like, before you go out and do whatever it is you're going to do, like, be mindful of the fact that you could be hitting nap time or lunch time or, you know, will your child need a drink? Will your child need a snack? Will, you know, what can, you know, if if you're going to anticipate your child to sit in a store, in a cart, uh, doctor's office, waiting room for long periods of time, be proactive in that. What activities can I provide for my child? What snacks can I provide for my child? What drinks? What, like, you know, be able to have something in your back pocket before that even becomes a thing that you're handling, I think is... And what was it that... Um, because, like, that's preventative, and I think absolutely. Yeah. But, like, but like, with Sophie, when th- she was showing the wood chips, mm-hmm. I remember I had this conversation with you, like, that... Like when we got like, in the car, like, right hey, what, what did I, what could I have done? Because like, I legitimately don't want that to happen again. So it's like, and I knew that I cared about this other mom and I should have like, the first thing I realized was I need to be in this moment with myself mm-hmm. and my child. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, life's too short. Like all of that yeah. needs to be, my perspective needs to be there. But then... That being said, what were the actions that I should have taken? And I know one of them was that I didn't actually kneel down and get on her level and, like, try Mm -hmm. to talk to her. But there were other things, too, that you were saying, like, what should I have done? Like, she's throwing the wood chips. She didn't listen to me. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, so, um, and I use the example of, like, being in a grocery store a lot because I feel like that's a very common thing. it is. But, um, you know, leaving the grocery store, per se, Leaving your cart full of groceries might not be, I I don't think that's a feasible option. I don't think that that's worth doing because now you've created a situation where you have this cart full of groceries, you're going home, you don't have your groceries, you have to go out again, buy all your groceries. I just think it's a waste of time. I do think you need to walk away from your moment, from your environment. And maybe that means you, you know, you whip that cart down another aisle or you just try to escape the actual moment that it's starting because you're just getting so overwhelmed and your toddler is getting overwhelmed and really just be like hey let's talk for a second you're sounds like you're really frustrated sounds like you know you're really mad you want something can i help you mm-hmm. you know and just like remaining calm like if your child like your child is having a fit having their chaos having their you know, thing, like, chaos and chaos just makes more chaos. So, like, you really need to be the calm person in this. And you really need to just, you know, temper tantrums are going to happen. They're expressions of an emotion your child is just too, like, too small to handle. Like, it's too big for them. So they just outburst. And so that's what's happening, you know. It's a very real and authentic thing for them. And to just understand that, like, it's not, they're not trying to be this 
evil demon seed at Target. They're just trying to, they, they have a very strong feeling and opinion. And in my experience, a lot of times, just taking that few minutes, hey, what's going on? Let's, let's have a big hug. Let's talk about it. A lot of kids really do kind of calm down and are just like, oh, okay. You know, and some kids don't want the hug and some kids don't want the, you know, they get too mad to be touched and that's fine. But just be like, all right, you don't want to be touched. I respect that. I'm just gonna, you know, we got to walk down this aisle. Let's walk down this aisle for a minute and then we'll try to go back and just being calm with them and not making, don't turn it into you versus me because you are your kid's person. And when they know that they have you, they'll calm, they can calm down a lot easier. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like when I hear you saying that, I feel the resistance of certain people who are hearing this like, oh, that's too soft. The kid, you know, like when you talk about listening to their feelings and they, mm-hmm. they're yeah. dealing with something and you should help them. Like I, I can like feel people like, oh, that's no, that's not what you should do. But it's like, that makes complete sense. They're a young person, far younger than their emotions. Like, they are having emotion that they're not able to handle. So, like, just like when an adult freaks out because their emotion went over their limit of of what they can handle. Mm -hmm. um, It's like that's happening to a person who's a child. And Mm -hmm. it's like... Um, so like for you to say, let's talk about it. Let's focus on you for a moment that Mm -hmm. allows them to actually calm down. Like that works. Mm -hmm. And the other thing to that too, is like, don't just listen to, you know, we, we get, and and I'm speaking more to moms, I guess, but Mm -hmm. I guess like parents in general, like when we know we're going to be out for a whole day, we will make sure that Sophie's got her bag and her drink and her snacks and her, you know, whatever else she might need. But then I'll walk out the door and be like, I didn't eat anything today. So naturally, when it gets to the point that my child, like, you know, Sophie has a fit, well, I haven't had anything to eat all day and I'm thirsty. So I'm not even equipped to handle her storm. So I need to be able to make sure I have something. Like I need to take care of myself and my needs too because you know if I'm going to be the one that's being the adult being the parent I need to make sure that I'm able to help her through her storm and help her through her tantrum and I feel like that means that I need to be mindful of am I drinking water am I having a snack have I had my lunch and what do I need to be doing yeah so that you don't, so that you're not yeah. short fused. Right. You know, yeah. like knowing my limits and knowing my expectations. Like if I know, you know, five o'clock on a Friday night at Walmart is going to upset me, I'm probably not going to do grocery shopping at five o'clock at Walmart ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, all my images of this are happening in Target. It's Walmart, true. it's in and out. I don't want to be there. <laughs> it's true. I don't no think offense, anybody... Walmart. I, no offense, no. I do want to talk about what the, what the other person can do. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, we've done a video on being on the same page, being a team. And it's like, if we're both in the store, mm-hmm. it's like one of us is kind of leading with Sophie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, usually it's you. 
um, and I'm I'm in like a backup secondary role, and I feel like mm-hmm. there are certain things that I've found uh, help. Yeah. Um, that I can do to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess this is kind of for dads, but not necessarily, because maybe the dad is the one primarily with mm-hmm. the kid in the store, and the mom is is like in the sidekick role, I guess. Um, if you want to put it that way, but like, so like one thing in general too, is to try and see it coming. Mm-hmm. Like it's not out of the blue when the kid starts freaking out. Generally they're getting short, they're getting fussy, they're mm-hmm. listening less. Like I think those signs are, are especially obvious for the parent. And so if you know that's happening, I usually see that myself. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I can do is be on distraction duty where I can easily say to Sophie, like, hey, Sophie, look at this cool thing or look over here or tell me what you're thinking about this or, you know, like she can engage and look at things and like experience things and that takes her mind away from whatever she might be getting bothered by. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like if you're dealing with her and she's starting to get fussy and, and you're starting to get frustrated... Mm-hmm. I can swoop in and mm-hmm. like start engaging with Sophie and that's like a small thing mm-hmm. um, but like also sometimes you're getting irritated and Sophie's fine and like that's another <laughs> role for me is to like hey I'll push the cart right now I'll take Sophie over in another aisle mm-hmm. um, let me hang out with Sophie for a while so that you can have uh, more <laughs> yeah like and plus, you're the one who's aware of what we need. Right. At least in our situation, you're the one who's made the list. You know where the, where these things mm-hmm. are in the store. I know what kind um, of whatever brand I'm looking the for. The brands, the deals. The, like, yeah. you're aware of all of that. And so, like, if you're trying to do focus, I honestly should be the one in charge of Sophie. Um, and sometimes we default into you're in charge of everything and I'm just there. <laughs> but that's why I have to, like, step into the situation. Um, and... And that's been a big area for me because, like, up until very recently, <laughs> I, I didn't even go in with you. Um, and that wasn't okay. Like, in my opinion, it started out, I'm annoying in the store because I am not comfortable in stores as much as I should be. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was just easier for you that I wasn't there with you because I created more problem. So, like, mm-hmm. that wasn't okay. So, I made an effort to mm-hmm. now be in the store um and put myself aside yeah actually the other day i offered it and you were like well how about you just drop me off and i can hang out and then i could hang out with sophie and that was actually an even better option because then you got to be alone <laughs> and have some time but uh so like i need to set myself aside and be supportive and that means going into the store and being with sophie mm-hmm. as much as possible and being on distraction duty taking her away from you uh, while we're in the store and her and I go off on a mission or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you're getting frustrated seeing that, asking how I could be helpful, like if you're the the dude in the situation, you know, don't be dumb. Don't, don't. (laughs) Please don't be dumb. Participate. (laughs) Participate. Mm -hmm. And be there. And like, how do I know that's a temptation? Because I have been terrible at it in the past and so it's one of the big things i'm trying to do is be more helpful be the solution out there in the world especially in a store with a toddler who at any moment could suffer an emotional breakdown and so like for me yeah 
being able to see it coming and keep her entertained because she loves having both of us in the store. Um, and if you're if you're having to say no to her about something and she's starting to get frustrated, then I can come in and take her and say, hey, Sophie, what about, you know, I was just looking at cereal over here. You want to go look at cereal? And she's like, yeah, let's go look at Cheerios. And we went and looked for look at Cheerios for like 10 minutes. So I feel like um, being helpful as the second person uh, yeah. is huge. Mm-hmm. Now that's if you have two people, but mm-hmm. at least if you're the, if you're there as, yeah. the, as the supporting husband in the store, don't just don't go to the video game section and be there for thirty minutes. Don't go look at the sporting goods. Don't like or whatever your thing is, you know, some whatever, whatever section of the is. store you want to go look at. Plan it out. Like, yeah, I'm gonna want to go look at that section. Mm-hmm. When is the and, best time to do that, or something? You yeah. know, and and if your spouse is gonna be, you know, in the store or the mall or the, you know, wherever, like mall, the supplies really well. It's like make sure you kind of know each other's intentions. Like, if, when we go to the mall and and like I know you want to hit up these three stores. Yeah. I, you know, okay, cool, and I want to hit up these three stores, so we're able to work together, like, okay, you're going to hit up this store, and then watch Sophie while I check out this one and this one, and then I'll take Sophie back, and you go. Yeah, we usually know, and it, and now it's like, yeah, we know which stores we want to be in alone, and which ones we can be in together, mm-hmm. and then how that's going to roll, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but... You know, and, and that kind of goes back to, you know, also, like, just being mindful I guess like with your time being intentional with what you're doing and planning planning you know yeah. like if you're trying to go put a swimsuit you know you want to go try swimsuits on you might not want to take in your three-year-old who likes to ask you tons of questions about your body hmm? you might not you know plan your time get somebody to watch your kid so you can try on your swimsuits in oh. peace when you're trying stuff on. And trying to yeah. try stuff on. And that's where I come in. Mm-hmm. Because gonna... we can look at Cheerios while you're trying something. Mm-hmm. Not that that would be in the same store, but. It might be. It might be. Target's got everything. It could be Target. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. I've, I've learned a lot with you in stores because the whole like talking to them and asking them like about what's. Dude, bring them into your trip. You can't tell them to stop feeling their feelings. You know, you can't make them stop. But, like, bring them into your trip. Like, have them help out. Like, oh, yeah. mommy's looking for, you know, spaghetti. Can you help me find the spaghetti? Wow, here's all the spaghetti. What kind of spaghetti should we get? And, oh, they've got this box and they've got this box. Like, bring in your kid. When your kid... And what a concept. Like, bring in your kid. Like, there is not... like uh, and And when it's not a big deal, have your kid be like... Okay, we're going to have, you know, do you want to have broccoli or peas and carrots with dinner? Which one should you pick? Like bringing in your child in your grocery shopping or even just in general, in your life in general. Like they get so excited to be a part of it and be, oh, I'm, I'm big. I'm so, you know, strong and I'm a big kid now, and do 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 do, and like. It's not like we're gonna be excited about picking out vegetables. So right. if if she is gonna be excited to be given that control in that moment, mm-hmm. it's of no consequence to us other than the fact that we get to enjoy it more because our kid is engaging and happy and mm-hmm. feels 
like they're making a decision they're part of the family unit they're not a second class member of the family like Mm -hmm. we're a unit in the store with -hmm. an objective and you know we have we have a mission and Mm -hmm. they're part of that mission and so we we support them and we can yeah give them moments to support us you know or let them feel like they are yeah choosing broccoli or um sophie loves that yeah, I mean, I can yeah. get through. I mean, I can do mo- like most of the time. Our grocery shopping is absolutely fine. Like, I can go in there by mm-hmm. myself with her, whatever. Like, if I want to go by myself, it's like I just want some time by myself. But going in the grocery store with her typically isn't a problem because she's in the environment. She's mm-hmm. with it. She's not just on the outskirts of it, you know. And we're able to really talk through and work through and like she's in the moment with me and I'm paying attention to her she's paying attention to me and so we're both like on the same level yeah Yeah. so like as so so this video being about temper tantrums in public you know what what are your final like summarized thoughts on for a person dealing with to be mindful ahead of time you know be proactive if you're going to you know Make sure you have your snacks. Make sure it doesn't interfere with a meal time or a nap time or whatever else. You know, if mm-hmm. you know you're probably going to hit rush hour traffic, maybe try to go earlier or later. Um, yeah. You know, things like that. When the temper tantrum itself is actually happening in that moment, um, first of all, people are not paying as much attention to you as you think that they are. And your job is not what other people think, but rather your child. Um, You know, and to just communicate with them. Let them know that you're here, they're, you know, you're together in this. Um, You know, don't necessarily leave the store, but maybe go to another section or a quieter section, a different part, something new to look at. Use, Use distraction to your benefit. Like, yeah. And communicate. communicate. Let, help them communicate their their own thoughts and feelings for them since they're overwhelmed by them in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually that's what it is. They, they feel like they can't communicate their feeling. Like That's why I get upset. Is I, I'm, you know, I, like I can relate to that. Yeah. If I were, you know, sometimes grown-ups act like toddlers. Very so, true. you know, you can only imagine as an actual toddler how overwhelming can be when you're so frustrated about this thing and it's like you can't even get it out and it, but then when you're when your parent actually helps you word that it's like oh thank you you do understand yeah. what i'm feeling you know what i'm going through i am frustrated about this and it's maybe like, that's what they you, need to be it's just frustrated were, for a minute if you were in an airport to you know some other country and everybody's speaking this other language and you're just like oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed, I don't know what I need. And then suddenly there's this person who's like, oh, hey, you, you're speaking this language. I understand what you need. Let me come and help you. You're trying to find this. You would instantly be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. This makes so much sense. Be that voice for your toddler. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. 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 And then next time they'll, the chances of them being able to articulate that better next time just increase every mm-hmm. single time because you've Absolutely. literally help them from point A to point B instead of just stuffing point A away mm-hmm. you know them feeling the emotion you actually help them go through the emotion mm-hmm. and build independence mm-hmm. through it so yeah we'll yeah. probably talk a lot more about temper tantrums though yeah. in, in future videos but yeah I think we hit 
and as a supporter just participate mm-hmm. be present with your try to be be present with be your present group. helpful participate be observant and know how you can be helpful mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah uh, if you have any thoughts on temper tantrums in public any questions any experiences you want to share any any comments at all about this video if you found it helpful leave a comment in the comment section mm-hmm. uh, or subscribe. send us a message subscribe we love definitely subscribe uh, that helps us a lot and that way you can see us in our next video uh, all right. so we'll see you then all right bye guys bye